Hi, I'm Robin Birkin and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice and real talk. To me, being a warrior means true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to be afraid and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome warrior, you're on your way. I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hi, hi. So I am having a very full circle moment right now. When I first started this podcast, it was like years ago now, and we were very inconsistent with it. It kind of just happened when I had a free moment in time, and I know so many of you can relate to that as well. But I used to record them in the walk-in robe in my house with my phone and my headphones. And you've got to start somewhere, right? And the reason why you, like, who would have thought that you, you know, want to help people with infertility and then all of a sudden you start learning all of these other things like what sounds sound better. But when you're in a walk-in robe or something like that, there's lots of padding to absorb the sound so it's not so echoey, it starts to sound a lot better. Anyway, my podcast manager's given me this new fancy pants microphone because I don't know if you've ever been able to hear it on the podcast, but my computer, very annoyingly, the fan in my computer started running every time I went to record a podcast. So annoying. So anyway, I got this newfangled recorder and now I'm back in my walk-in robe recording the podcast. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, I'm going to get down to business and talk about today's topic on the podcast. And I know that it's going to resonate with so many people. And I know that because I posted something on my stories about three or four days ago. And most of my audience are in the United States. So most of the time when you guys see these kind of things, then it's while I'm sleeping. So when I go to bed, I put my phone on aeroplane mode. Highly recommend. Recommend that you all do this. And I woke up in the morning the next day and my phone was like ding, 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 ding. All these people replied to my Instagram story. And what my story was about was about walking away from fertility treatments and giving you permission to do that. So many people reached out to me. They messaged me on Instagram, like seriously, I don't know how many, saying that they finally felt heard, feeling like I was reading some of their inner thoughts and actually feeling relieved that someone out there was talking about this. And I wonder whether there's the perception out there. Do you feel like everyone out there is making it seem as though you just need to keep going on your journey until you have a baby, like there's no quitting or that quitting makes you a quitter? You know, hell or high water, like you just need to keep going and make this happen and that's what, you know, everything is all about. No, that's you don't. I'm giving you full permission right now. You do not need to keep going until you have a baby. And that's not even what the Fertility Warrior Intensive is about either. The Fertility Warrior Intensive, that's my 12-week program, is all about giving you the skills to be able to rationally look at your journey. And what we're going to talk about today is actually part of, I guess, what we do in the program. And that's really looking at fear and how you're making your decisions, right? So what I want to do is dive into the topic of how do you know 
when it's time to walk away from fertility treatments. And I guess that comes back to what your motivations for walking away from fertility treatments are. So let's have a look at what the other side might look like for you, how to determine when it might be time to walk away, when it might just be time to seek some more help on your journey, or when it might be time to try another path. And like I said, I feel like the answer always lies in fear. I know that for so many of you, the reason why you are up at night wondering whether you should walk away from fertility treatments is because you have like the ultimate FOMO. It's because you possibly feel like if you walk away from fertility treatments, it's giving up and that you have this fear that you're missing out. I know that for so many of you, what keeps you up at night wondering whether you should walk away from fertility treatments is fear, right? You are so scared of getting your heart broken. You do not know. You're so scared of whether you can emotionally handle another cycle. You have the ultimate FOMO that if you give up, you are going to miss out on something in life. Your self-confidence is probably at a rock bottom and you feel like maybe you'll regret walking away. You might feel like if you give up, you're a quitter, but you just don't feel strong enough to keep going. And here's what I want to say. Fear will eat you up if you let it, but also everyone has fears. Everyone wonders these things. Nobody wants to get their heart broken another time. If you are consumed by the fear, if you feel like you're not emotionally handling your journey, is it time for you to get some help? Staying or walking away sometimes both require getting some help to emotionally process what's going on. The fear, the thoughts, the things that are eating you up at night might not necessarily go away just because you stop trying, okay? And you have to look at all of the scenarios. What are your finances like? You know, what are your realistic chances of success? Like, have you talked to your fertility specialist about what the likelihood of you conceiving is? Like, am I wasting my time here? Or even asking your fertility specialist, can you please walk me a little bit into the future? At what point? So not saying is it worth continuing like yes or no, saying to them, getting them to give you like some kind of an answer. At what point are you going to tell me, no bueno, like it's not worth my time and effort and actually trying to get them to put some kind of process in place rather than them just continuing to give you cycle after cycle after cycle, right? Asking the question then that way might force a bit of an answer. But for so many people, financially, it's still viable. There's every chance of success and their fertility specialist would be like, I seriously see no reason why you wouldn't continue. All of the avenues point to continuing to try, but it's the emotions and, and the fear, the feeling of being scared, the feeling of not wanting your heart broken again, which are all completely valid and understandable fears, but just continuing to try or not continuing to try will not all of a sudden vanquish the thoughts and feelings that you have. You might amplify them, I don't know. But sometimes it's a symptom of getting some help and getting someone to help you, whether that's a psychotherapist, whether that's a program, whether that is, there are some people out there who work on like plan B stuff, right? So like Tia uh, Jendusa 
works on. Like, what does a child-free life look like for you, right? But here's the thing. It's your life. It's your decisions. It's your heart. It's your head. It's your feelings, your finances, your prerogative, your happiness, your energy, your power. The decision of whether to try or not try is completely in your hands, and the decision is completely up to you. You have full permission, if you wish to stop trying to conceive, to do that, right? What is going to feel good for you in the moment? And it's my firm, firm belief that when you remove the fear out of it, right, when you've had time to rationally, you know, see what it is, there comes a time when you're like, it's not like tiredness, it's not constantly staying up all night and wondering, it's, you know what, no, I think I'm done, it's that feeling of just being like, and I'm done. And I know many people who have gone through that process and they just come to a point where they know. They just know. They're like, and this, you know, and I'm done after this one. I came to the point, I just, I did happen to fall pregnant with Olivia. But as I was going to have that transfer, it was my last embryo. And I had that thought where I was like, you know what? If this doesn't work, I think I'm done. For me, it wasn't a really tearful process. There will always be a grieving process. And even to some degree, because when I had Olivia, her birth was a complete, but not a complete disaster. That's a lie. But I did need to have a hysterectomy. And I like it. I love babies, seriously. I'm so clucky. But if I, I, you know, there's always a way to make things happen. I could adopt, I could foster, I could try and find a surrogate. But for the most part, this was like the nail in the coffin for us that there's no more children. And I still have that longing. So it doesn't mean that you can't want something that you don't have or that you have to not want to have a baby anymore. It's not about that. It's not that you won't grieve the decision, even though you feel confident with it and empowered by it. But it's just that you have the knowing that it's time, like it's time to call time on this. But when it's really muddy, when you're being kept up at night by fear, then maybe actually it's not that you need to keep trying or not keep trying. It's that maybe you're not emotionally coping with the journey and therefore you need to seek some help to emotionally cope with the journey and process those feelings. You might come away from that and process those feelings and feel like, yes, it is time, but actually I highly doubt that. Like when it's time, it's actually time and you usually know that it's time, okay? So the aim is for you to always feel empowered by the choice, have a little bit of excitement at what that life might look like for you. Does that look like being able to travel more? Does that look like really going and climbing the career ladder? Not to say that you cannot do any of those things with children, but what might that look like? Does that feel confident that, you know, Does do you feel confident that you've given it a good shot and that you tick the boxes that you felt that you needed to tick. And there is an endless number of boxes, can I say. So it's not about ticking all of the boxes. It's about feeling confident with the boxes that you've ticked. And it's about, it's not about quitting. And this is the key message of this podcast. It's not about quitting. It's about choosing to walk another path because your priorities have changed. Okay, so if this is the path that you choose that you want to take and you're like, you know what, I'm done. 
that's completely fine. And as I said, your prerogative, your life, your decisions, all of the decisions that you make are the right decision, okay? Because they're the right decision because you've made them with the knowledge, the feelings, the thoughts that you have in that moment. And obviously, as time goes on, sometimes you get new knowledge. Sometimes other things happen. And so that's where it's okay to say, you know what? It was good to try right then. This no longer suits me. This no longer serves me. And that's how you get to the point of feeling empowered by the decision is feeling like giving zero fucks about this whole concept of like, are you a failure? Is your life going to be awful? You know, deep down inside so many incredible women, so many incredible famous women who have completely enviable lives and they are completely happy with their lives, right? It's a story that you have developed in your head based on, you know, you might have grown up saying to yourself, like, I just want to become a mum. I just want to become a mum. I just want to become a mum. And you've fixated on this inside your head that you will only be happy if you become a mum. It's not true, guys. Any and all paths in life can lead to happiness and fulfillment, right? And as I said, I know plenty of people who that is the story of their lives, that they have, whether they tried to or didn't try to. I have known someone whose husband was just like, I'm not having kids. And so that became her path, but she had otherwise thought that she would have children. I know people that have done countless IVF cycles and it hasn't panned out. And the very, very hardest part has been the indecision, like the in-between part, right? Once the decision is made, And if you can be confident with the decisions that you make, then it can actually start to become fabulous. Now, this is the big next thing that I want to say is by that same token, you might get six months down the track and be like, you know what? Actually, I do have the money and the finances and the emotional capacity to try again you get to change your mind again if you want to. It doesn't mean that it's a nail in the coffin permanently. I mean, it might be if you're 75, but it's not necessarily a nail in the coffin if you then decide to change your mind again and then decide that you do have the capacity to do it, but you might want to do things differently or new information comes to light. Every decision that you make is the right decision because you've made it based on the knowledge that you have at the time. And the knowledge that you have can change, right? The feelings, the the stories, the beliefs, the values that you have can change at any time. So you can stop when it suits you. You can start when it suits you, okay? And I know that it's a really, I know that this makes it sound like it's a really simple process and it's not. You need to weigh up so many different areas of your life. You need to have really honest and calm conversations with your husband. You need to understand that your relationship is a partnership. There is very little times in relationships where both parties are like, yeah, great, awesome, we're exactly on the same page, right, when it comes to big decisions. So I don't like, you know, there's going to definitely be a large proportion of people who one partner might be ready to stop and the other partner might want to keep going. When it comes to houses and buying houses, you know, sometimes one partner really likes a house and the other partner doesn't and it becomes about negotiating, having open conversations, being really calm with each other and compromise and that's what kind of what relationships are. It's definitely a team effort. It's definitely not an easy thing 
But I hope that in today's episode, I've given you a little bit of food for thought when it comes to walking, whether or not you should walk away from fertility treatments and whether actually you just need to seek out some more help, whether you do need to seek out some help for someone just to help you navigate those thoughts and emotions about giving up. But really trying to understand that it's like it's FOMO right? There's the ability to have a fulfilling life either way and about working towards how to call BS on your brain, how to call BS on the stories that you've grown up with that have told you what is and isn't a successful life and a happy and fulfilling life. It's about having the self-confidence that you're not a failure, that actually you're really powerful and that you are in control of your journey and that you have the prerogative to be able to change your mind whenever it suits you because you are in charge. So I hope that I've given you some thoughts to think about. You are definitely not a quitter if you decide to walk away from fertility treatments. And wherever you are on your journey, I am sending you so much love. I'm here for you always. Reach out to me in the direct messages on Instagram if you feel like that has helped in some way. Your messages on Instagram give me life. I love hearing your feedback on the show. I love seeing your screen grabs of you listening to the show. I'm in my walk-in rope, so I hope you are somewhere that is a little bit more bright and beautiful than where I am right now. And I'll catch you next week. Bye. Okay, Warrior, I need to ask you a huge favor. Did you know that the Fertility Warriors podcast comes out every Wednesday? So why not subscribe so that you get notified of future episodes? But also, if you liked this episode, and especially if you're a long-term listener, you would make my day if you would jump into your podcast player and leave me a written review. Seriously, I live for these. But more importantly, they tell the podcast gods that this podcast is helpful so that they can send it out to more people and you can help me help others in the process. I would be ever so grateful for a podcast review. But lastly, Warrior, I need to also let you know, I am not a doctor or a dietitian or a financial advisor. I'm me. And the information in this podcast is for information and inspirational purposes only, based on my own experiences. So please don't substitute the information you hear on the Fertility Warriors podcast for professional advice. And know that girl in the world of trying to conceive, there are no guaranteed pregnancy or other outcomes. Please check out my website, robinberkin.com, if you would like to read my full terms and conditions.